Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I get there early. Watch all. Hey, we want to say good morning to everybody. Omar and I are sitting here breaking down Kansas City in the warm-ups right now, talking about the cold weather up there and what you can and, and you couldn't do. Yeah. And it's been a week, Omar, and here we are still talking. I'm, I'm still doing the autopsy, Joe. I just watched All-22 last night because uh, Coach McDaniel talked about some things that, that impacted their offense and what they could and couldn't do. And I looked at it, and I'm like, damn, okay, some valid points here. All right, so it, it's funny because – I came in this morning and I told you, uh, we say good morning, happy Friday to everybody, got a lot of stuff to get to, Vladdy Daddy with us again, great to have Vladdy back with us, Omar in here today. As, I need uh, to know what Vladdy did last night, Was you, were you hey, a good listen. boy or a bad boy? No, I'm going to be a bad boy tomorrow, my birthday's tomorrow. Oh, oh. oh what's the turn up, Vlad? Oh, I'm heading out west. West is terms of California? LA? California. You go okay. to LA, right Vladdy? I'm going to the Bay this time. Okay. What, what's up in the bay? Yeah, what, who is up in the bay is what you should ask. She's, she's in the bay. She's in the bay. All right. <laughs> and she'll be in the bay. She'll <laughs> be in the bay. How long are you going out there for, Vladdy? Uh, three days. All right. Good for you, man. Right. Three days. Boy, you must be. To go 3,000 miles to I know. chase something, boy, she must be a special one. Hey. That must be one special lady, man. Anyway, um, we were just talking uh, about Perk. Uh, yeah, Perk's bringing it now. Perk, Perk uh, if, if Perk ain't believing, and uh, he just uh, kind of came out, and if you if you read him on the Sun Sentinel yesterday, he said uh, Mike's offense doesn't work. Didn't didn't put up numbers against the good teams. Only the number one offense in the NFL. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's okay. it is kind of you, you go, wow, man. Yeah, like it's not like you lost to. I, I, I listen, and I get it. They did go one and six again, and he's going to have to hear that all off season. One and six against the playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, we should be the ones talking about Chiefs and Bills because we went zero and four against them. <laughs> we <laughs> we know the Chiefs and Bills better than anybody. Yeah, they, man. They they both beat us twice. Who who who, who you think wins that that game? Because oh, uh, I I think Buffalo's got a little bit more mojo to them. I do too. I, I I'm with you as this Chiefs thing. So so the Chiefs defense is really yeah, really that good. is really good. I think it's underrated because so, that we, that was the only team that clamped Miami down running the ball. We talked to we talk about Mahomes this and Mahomes that, and he is special, man. There's no question. But I keep going, man. The one group that doesn't get enough respect 
all year mm-hmm. is the Chiefs defense. Absolutely. And I think, they put I think, up numbers, man. I think you could talk about the Buffalo offensive line as well. They don't get They're enough good too. they don't get enough respect that they deserve. They they flat out well, I'll tell you what. That might be the game right there. Bill's offensive line versus Chiefs defensive line. And you know, I said last year, I said the one thing when we had everybody healthy on the defensive yeah. line, they block us better than anybody. Their pass protection and you know and I mean, Josh Allen is obviously very good, but God, man, they they really are good. That that front five up front, mm-hmm. they uh, they do a good job, and they seem to stay pretty healthy too. It seems to be a lot of the same guys that that uh, that always play, but it, it's it's a it's an interesting one, and I kind of. I, I did a line of stuff. On one side on the fence, I, I put, okay, one and six, crappy numbers against the really good teams. It's just true. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't lie. But on the other side, and, and I'm kind of with you on this, is I get the other teams had bad records. But, you know, all those teams did beat good teams along the line. Yeah. They'll grab you, all those teams. And, and so – I hate to make it sound like it's college football in Alabama. Uh, you're playing, playing Savannah State, right? Yeah. And, uh, and it's just that everybody's getting paid. Everybody's spending a lot of money on their salary cap. Basically, the same amount of money. Everybody's got a star or two, right? Everybody's got good or players. Five. Do you have enough? Yeah. Uh, do you have a good enough system? Probably you don't talk enough about. Is is it a well coached team? Is it a good organization? Do you have a little that? continuity to it? Right. Is this the second year in the offense, and and or you so, keep churning offensive coordinators like you did under Brian Flores. You know, it, it's 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 all a little bit different. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, Perk uh, maybe we can grab Perk later in the show, and and because uh, because Perk's just uh, he's got the pedal down. Hey, listen, I'm frustrated too. I hate I hate this organization it's, having what we own right now. I hate it. I and, and it's not a big deal. It's longest not, drought, twenty three years. The longest drought in the NFL should not belong to the friggin' Dolphins. And and I I know no get, it should over it should it. no it should no it should. And you know why it should? Because you've continued to make bad decisions at the quarterback position. And I am not saying that this is a particular bad decision. Um, because I do believe in Tua. I do believe that he is an upper echelon quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback, but he's an upper echelon quarterback. He's in the Matt Ryan-esque era. The Alex Smith-esque era of quarterbacks. Not, not elite, but pretty damn good. And So the question is... And Perk says this too. They got to evaluate what his ceiling is. Yes. And is in their mind, and it's hard. And this is the hard part because our other writers have, have written this. Can you, when you get close to somebody and you draft somebody, mm-hmm. can you step back mm-hmm. and evaluate it? You have to because it's your job and it's going to be. You think everybody always does that? Yeah. Yeah. I think I so. You don't? No. Okay, Adam Gaze didn't do it with Ryan Tannehill. Can you step back? No, he did. Cause no, he, no, Adam, he, he Adam, flirted, Adam he had a crush with, with Ryan Tannehill. He, he had it. I mean, I'm telling you firsthand. I, yeah, I know, I know he did. Way. But but he did also, well, while Ryan Tannehill was here, really explore some other quarterbacks, which include Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. And um, who was the other one that he explored? He did definitely didn't want Lamar. Um, oh, he loved Baker. Yeah, it was pretty. He was pretty open about liking Baker, but so so. I just think when when you have somebody you're working with them, and, and you probably see things that the rest of us don't see, and you really like, and mm-hmm. if you're looking for in a that's exactly in why they love Tua, and, and so so that. But um, 
I think Dave Hyde wrote this is like, you know, what do you expect Chris to do if, like, he drafted Tua? He, mm-hmm. it's, his, it's his guy. Of course he's going to, hey, we got to re-sign this guy. So, I, listen, he's a, by far the best we've had, and he's your starting quarterback, and and you're right. I, I don't know that there's any anybody else out there. So So why we have this and continue, the question is – how long and how yeah. much are you willing to throw into Tua for the twentieth straight day of talking about this? Um, I, I I don't even think that that's of of the most important topics. It's probably the most important topic, but I don't think it's the most significant topic right now. Primarily because it's going to wait. Tua's not getting his extension in March. No, and, no, he's not got, getting his extension no, in but, April. But 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 yeah. it's going to. So they're they're going to have to. There's going to be talk about it because if the team thinks it's just going to go, the topic's going to go away with with no. you guys and all you guys that are out there every day. Of course not. So, anyway, uh, we got a we got a lot of stuff going on this morning. Yeah, we got we got four great games. Two of them starting tomorrow, and uh, it's going to be fun to see what uh, the final eight teams look like. I'm I'm really curious to see some big spreads. Texans. They, uh, they're they're all going to have the same kind of identity. You know what that identity is. Hard nose punch you in the mouth. Football with run games. It it all it always morphs into the same look at this time of season. You do realize that, right? Uh, I'm all the teams that are out there. Are pretty pretty damn physical. Exactly. I, I am I'm looking uh, forward to seeing can the Texans play with the Ravens or a combination of the weather and style. Nah. What C.J. Stroud gonna look like if he balls and he 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 he's. I'll I'll begin the process of thinking to myself like okay he's for real but well, I got a big see. jump for him now yeah yeah this, yeah this exactly this be a big jump in this game this ain't this ain't the Cleveland Browns um, the Packers going to San Francisco the the love story is another you know everybody's talking and by the way this is what happens when you win playoff games all of a sudden people are talking about Jordan Love and C J yeah. Stroud hey man look at this look at the games they they're coming off of and and the way they played. Justin Herbert and Tua Tungvaloa are in the same draft, and here's Jordan Love with the first playoff win. That's I'm crazy, saying, isn't it? Brian, that, is, that was Brian Flores' guy. That is uh, create a little divide. That is uh, that's pretty crazy one right there. So so anyway, then uh, we got the Bucks. The that's kind of a weird one. The Bucks uh, going to play Detroit. Baker that, Mayfield. That, that, that's a game of that's the game of former Dolphins interim coaches. Yeah, that's right. That's a good one. We we should have we should have a little pride in that one. Yeah. We, we should have, we a little invested in that. Well, I mean, who, what, who do you think is the better of the interim coach, Todd Bowles or or, or Dan Campbell? Oh man, they're both Bill Parcells proteges. You do realize that, I right? Think, I think what Dan Campbell's done is kind of hard to come on, man. He took Detroit. You go to Detroit, you lose like five. Hold games on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. While while I do hear where you're coming from, because it's Detroit. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You take over a championship caliber team yeah. that just lost their franchise quarterback. Yeah. To and retirement. Have a lot of the same guys on that team. Have a lot of the same guys. Yeah, but they're older now. Oh my and, God. and 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 you got to get them to win. Uh, change the culture. From Bruce Arians, you don't think that's hard? No. What are you talking about? You were man? part of that culture. You're you were the defensive coordinator. Wait a second. Yeah, and, and then hold on, but but an aging but championship me, team to rebuild it. Coordinator. This is with Baker Mayfield. One of the weakest arguments you've ever hold had. Hold on, but it's Baker Mayfield, man. Baker Mayfield was was hoard out to three deems last year. 
You know what the Buccaneers records was last season with Tom Brady to go? It was eight and nine. You know what the record this year is? It's nine and eight. You know what else that Baker did that Tom Brady didn't do last season? He won a game in the playoffs. So come on now, what are you talking about? I mean, yeah. we, we evaluating now because he's got to win in Listen, the playoffs. But don't want, act like the job is easy. If you want to just say you like Todd Bowles a lot, that's fine. I like Dan Campbell too. <laughs> I, I like the Oklahoma what, drill. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell went to Detroit. Change the culture. They are, that, yeah, that is like most people think it considered to be the losingest loser of all professional sports in North America. Um, They're number one. They won. That guy flipped it around. They won with the coach that quit on Brian Flores. What's his name again? Um, uh, The offensive man. They won. They won. Did they not make it to the playoffs? Back to back years. Matt Stafford, Sue, Calvin Johnson. They won. Have you seen what he's built? The style he's playing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So it's old school. You want to talk about what he did for Jared Goff? Everybody thought he's going to be a little throw in here. Yeah. He's got to get credit for that coaching staff. Now all of a sudden his coordinators are. Also, kind of hot prospect. You got to give him credit, man. Detroit has not been the Ford family. Is not exactly known to be the greatest owners. Mrs. Ford, not even close, man. Okay. Now listen, I'm all for now. The, now you bringing in owners. Now you bringing in owners. Now, okay. I, the I got Ford family is a little bit like the Brown family. I mean, it's kind of we ain't spending a lot to get this done. Yeah, you're right. Nickel and diamond. <laughs> You're but, right. But the interim thing was good on your part. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, Vlad, Vladdy, you jumped him faster than yeah, I Yeah, yeah. You man, jumped Vlad. on me, Vlad. You Vlad. jumped on me. Don't be dogpiling me now. Come on. That was a weak argument, bro. I, I'm just saying. You can't inherit. A, it's not easy to inherit a Super Bowl winning team. I get that. That, that, that the greatest quarterback of all times just retired but on you. Omar, if I'm part of the culture that was set already, all I'm doing is continuing it. That's a good point. Well, the other side of this thing is that Detroit thing. I mean, it, it, you you can say whatever you want about former coaches and, and having a little bit of success occasionally. That has been Loserville in Detroit when it comes to their football. And I, I think there's a pretty good fan base there. The Lions have been around forever. Um, hell, they got a new documentary out on Barry Sanders and all the losing he did as one of the great running backs. I mean, I when, mean, when your franchise terrible, makes a, one of the greatest terrible. running backs quit. Yeah, well, damn, Joe. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> well, no, like Barry Sanders. They got this documentary on Barry Sanders and his poor Barry man. Like, uh, it's too bad he didn't have a quarterback and a team. And they like they lost with him. They had one of the hey, greatest man, Scott wide Mitchell receivers. Don't don't be disrespectful. It's just the Scott way you Mitchell. said it. Like, yeah, they got a documentary on Barry Sanders and By all the, way, the losing that he was doing. Scott Mitchell, he gets ripped in the whole documentary too. Yeah, for about how bad he was. And he, you know what he did? He went out there, everybody goes, F you, all you guys, F you. And F uh, Eminem, who dogged me, and, and all the other, like, yeah, if Barry would have had a quarterback. <laughs> well, listen, all I know is Detroit, um, well, what a turnaround. They got their first win. They could, you know, I expect. I mean, yeah. Another they one. could they're, take it to the championship they're, round. They're, they're going to get physical, too, man. And they got a really nice, well-balanced team. And that, I'm looking. That, but the game I'm really looking forward to is that game coming up, the last game. I, for life of me, I don't know why we play the coldest friggin' games at night. Not, but uh damn. Well, because it's prime time, baby. You, I yeah, mean, but, but why why put the Dolphins in cheat? Let, let them play earlier. It was going to be 20 below zero anyway, but put it in the damn. <laughs> day, in day where it's 10 degrees warmer. People can get sick doing that, man, if you're around that stuff. You yeah. can come back and catch hey, something. Hey, Joe, that. you didn't become a $19 billion business worrying about the fans in seats. No. You worry about those TV ratings. And and putting games on Peacock. I, I give those guys credit, man. 
I, I really believe a lot of people thought when we got off the airplane that the quarterbacks on both teams wouldn't be able to throw it 10 yards down the field the way that wind was blowing. Oh, I don't think they were able to throw it 10 yards. I think that maybe 20, but that's about it. No, but, but, uh, yeah, it but, was... but, my, but I'm telling you, Omar, warming up, I was shocked they were throwing the ball down the field. I'm not saying and that they went in, the ball would die, but, but it was yeah. a lot better than – a lot better than I thought. That, that, able to throw the ball. Mike McDaniel in his presser answered a question to me and talked about the quarter's defense and how difficult it was to throw the ball, which is why they threw the ball short a lot. Um, and I, what I, and I went and watched all twenty-two. And I don't think the TV copy of the game does not give the wind the credit that it deserves. Literally, the ball died on one end of the field the whole game. Like you couldn't even kick the no, ball right off the bat. Mahomes yeah, got a yeah. guy deep. He's running by. Eli, Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, ball dies on Ball dies. But that was the good side of the field. The, the bad side was the other side where well, the no, ball. Well, no, actually, for us, no, because I was watching the guys kick, too, and our our kicker was try, Jason Sanders tried a 58-yarder that, you know, and a 54-yarder, and, and I mean, because those guys got to go out and figure yeah. out how far mm-hmm. they kick it, and you're like, oh, boy. Yeah. This... Ball's dying. It's getting knocked down, and the Absolutely. wind's blowing. And, yeah. And they got to know, right? Your coordinator, your coordinator stands out there and says, "Hey, coach," and yep, watch to see how far you can kick him if you get in that situation. Hey, um, we got a lot of stuff going on. UD Haslam, Udonis Haslam, uh, tonight halftime ceremony, retiring number forty. It's going to be a special night, Heat and Hawks. Uh, we'll talk more about UD a little bit later on in the show, but uh, good to see, you, man. Good to see this and. Uh, Everything Mr. 305 has done. How many uh, true 305s do we have? We got a handful, but way too many. From the start? Way too many brothers out there want to, like, 305. I don't care if people wear 305. So So, so, so to have 305, you got to have played here for the majority of your careers is what you're No, 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 no. Well, all these entertainers, like... uh, like the, throw, oh, the 305, oh, okay, the yeah. ones that went to high school, the places yeah, that came yeah. down here. Like, I don't you have to kind of grow up in it a little bit? Absolutely. Um, I, who, Luther who, Campbell. Luke, Luke's 305. That's, 100%. What, yeah. Luke, Luke's 305. Uh, Pitbull's 305. Um, yeah, they're born here. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. Joe's born. talking about these celebrities like we talked about the Lil other Wayne. Day, the Lil Wayne's, oh. the Drake's that they hear for two, Drake three years. Drake is never claiming Miami. Okay, let me tell you. He just likes the lifestyle. Drake follows every team that so, wins a championship. Exactly. He comes down here so, to go to the party. So wasn't he here for four years? I have never years? seen Drake in a heat game. So what? I'm just saying. What? When does Drake hit a heat game? Drake, he, he didn't miss a game when the big three played. He was so down Oh, okay. That's a different era. So then if he didn't miss a game when the big three was here. He was claiming 305. No, no, but soon nah. as they left, his ass, he, we he didn't went see with him. him. Yeah. He, he, he went right hey, with I him. I remember 2013, the guy that was cheerleading when LeBron hit the jump shot over Kawhi. That was, the, that was Drake. Man. No, no. Drake, you would have thought Drake Toronto was, uh, was down here the way he was acting. <laughs> he was, yeah. Oh, he got in there. He even did one of those, do you know who I am, to one of those uh, older that was that was like so back in the people. day when Drake probably wasn't Drake though. No, he, man. What are you talking about? Drake's been Drake for a long time. <laughs> hey, we got to go to break here, man. Look, look get... at Joe correcting me on my hip hop. <laughs> Joe's been schooling you this whole segment. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Drake's like, Joe's like, man, don't you remember So Far Gone? Like, that was the album, bro. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. All Joseph I said is Drake's been around. Drake ain't exactly 20 years old anymore yeah, now. Yeah, he topped Drake's kids still. are growing up, man. They're growing up. But yeah, his kid is about junior high age now. The kids are getting up there. All right, we got to go to break here. We've uh, got a lot more stuff to get to. Oh, man, we are going to be all over the board. How about Lamar Jackson? Going to get a second MVP. And could he get his first Super Bowl ring? Man, we'll be looking at Lamar if that happens a lot differently for sure. Right now, though, I want to tell you about Atlantic Men's Clinic. Oh, my gosh. I had such a great experience going there, especially with low T that I was dealing with. And uh, you always wonder where you can go. First of all, I had an idea that it was the numbers were pretty bad. So when I got in there and uh, he goes, hey, how do you feel? I go, I'm tired all the, t- all the time. And said, okay. So I'm gaining weight. I said, there's just nothing good. I'm, I'm always tired. I think I've been a little bit moody. I'm sleeping a lot. I'm taking more naps than ever because I'm working. And they're going, well, this is all stuff. You don't sleep well. You get up. You're still tired. Um, it's low T, man. And if you're dealing with some of these things, you're probably in the same level. But if you like to get a higher energy level and – feel better and get the full workouts at the gym like you used to. And if you're a tennis player, get out there and be able to play for an hour, hour and a half. Atlantic Men's Clinic can do it for you. They can take care of that low T. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a teen, a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, and I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. That's how they work, man. I'm telling you right now, unbelievable results within a couple of weeks. They'll put you on a program that's perfect for you, that's safe, They have six locations in South Florida. What are you waiting for, man? What are you waiting for? Don't you want to get more out of life? You got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Call them, 877-455-7300 or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Lowry, eight of the shot clock, he called UD over. UD, trying to get there. He got there, four on the shot clock. Lob inside to UD. Gets it up, in, and the foul. That man worked hard for every moment in that play. The degree of difficulty just on the catch alone. I mean, it was a blind catch over the top of UD, and then he had to literally catch and finish with two defenders coming across and one reaching in. Impressive play by Udonis. Did you just throw a little trick daddy in there with uh, UD? This is Uncle, Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke. What's going Come on, on Joe. Joe. Joe, you know okay. Drake, but you don't know Luke? Yeah. I heard, no, you said trick daddy. He said trick daddy. Nah, this is Uncle Luke, bro. 
Uh, well, he'll get you Trick Daddy next next segment. I mean, we got to get you indoctrinated here. You got to know Uncle Luke from Trick Daddy, all right? I see Uncle Luke all the time. I'm sorry, Luke Uncle was Luke, listen, I didn't know Luke that, Luke was man. listening to us yesterday. He, he criticized me for being too uh, positive about the Dolphins. Oh, no. Now, Luke, let me tell you something, man. He, he got no pay. He's he getting to be like me. We're getting older, and we got no patience. No. 23 years, you shouldn't have any patience. 30-year-olds don't know Dolphin success. I mean, if, you've, if you're 30, you've never seen success. Hey, listen, man, and, and I give Mike credit for one thing. He's aware of it. He brought it up when he got the job. Yeah. And he brought it up after the last game. He is aware. This is one of that, the proudest um, NFL franchises, most accomplished NFL franchises, and we've been in – hibernation for 23 years so i just don't that, that's why i i don't get mad when people are just really down on this team and and you know, listen we had fun and we had some great stories and it was a great big, season and things were going great and then the end and you're like damn this is just exactly this is what dolphin teams do and remember early on they go yeah we lost but this is uh this is what you do we're building it up and we're going to be yeah. better later on in the season. We play these good teams. Oh and yeah, <laughs> we're learning how to win against them and peaking at the right time. Right, and hey, we look how we played against Kansas City in the second half. We had a chance to tie it up at the end of the game, and but and you, we're getting close. And then you know you play them again, and it just so, so yeah, it's it's uh, hey, there's a lot of guys, man. Uh, this this is a big year for a lot of guys. I don't like to say hot seat, but there, there's guys in the front office. There's coaches. This is this going to be this going to be a big year. You can't say you're on year six of a rebuild that hasn't produced any playoff wins and think you have job security. I, I don't. I don't know how that works. So this is what I say to Stephen Ross. No, this is what I have said to Stephen Ross. Mister Ross, you can't spend any more money than than you're spending. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm about to say because if he you tell him he can't spend any more money, I think he's going to tell you you're a liar. No, no, no. But I'm saying he he is writing, you know, redoing contracts oh, yeah. and signing guys and and mm-hmm. uh, when you get them new contracts, they get the big signing bonuses of 40, 50, 60 million dollars. Absolutely. And, and uh, he goes, "Okay, you know, if uh, yeah, we're going to give up, we're going to give these tr- okay, let's do it and uh, if this going to make us better right now, I want to do it." But when you come up you know the last three games just take away, man. Take away from from uh, a lot of stuff. And listen, this puts Chris right back there. Chris Greer right back with I, everybody you, else. You know what? I don't like. I get that the last three games are what soiled your season, but I don't like lumping them all in together because they're all very isolated situations and games. Baltimore. Nobody was beating the Ravens that week. But you got your ass kicked. You did get your ass kicked. But, you know, let, let, but so, so did the 49ers, who are the, the number game. one seed in the NFC. All right. Well, let me tell you a game. Like, if, if, if you bring up a game like Kansas City and Germany. Okay. I, I'm like, okay, shut them out, played a lot better. Mm-hmm. You look at the numbers after the game defensively. Yeah, okay. You, uh, you feel like you can hold your head up high because you got a little bit of respect right. in that game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. But – but you got and and this where Chris said and like well we uh, we had some very competitive no you didn't yeah a lot of those one, one and six games were not competitive there were a couple scores that were fairly two, close two going into fourth two weren't competitive Bills and 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 Ravens only two competitive non competitive games this year Chiefs were up twenty one nothing the first half you talking about in the first game in the Germany game 
and not only that, but, I mean, you but, came back. Mm-hmm. It, it was still a fourth quarter game. Do you think that Philadelphia game was close? No, but you ain't, you ain't get no calls on that game. Come on, Joe. I'm not. Well, but you there you go again. You're going I, back not, to excuse now about officiating. Now we're going from uh, injury to uh, officiating. Okay, how many teams this year got absolutely no calls in a game? I'm pretty sure the Dolphins I've were never the seen only it before. Yeah, but. I'm pretty sure the Dolphins were the only one. Are you at, sure in the you season. don't have something going on with the team? No, right no, now. no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I am I am a I am as objective and real as it comes, and I'm not making any excuses for those those losses. But like, I, okay, yeah. You you lost to the six teams that played in you know, you're one in six against teams that that made it to the playoffs. How many of those games were at home? What was it? Three, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo and and Dallas okay. two. And one was uh and one was the uh, neutral site game. Okay, yeah, I mean yeah, it is what it is on neutral site. I, I I'm not. I I asked you how many games were at home. Hey, I'm just saying, two was at two yeah. was at home. One has a neutral site, and the other was at the, was uh, on the road. So it's almost half, like literally. Okay, you, you know, you know the worst part of that Buffalo game, the 21-14, because it's just there's moments in all these games that just really, if you sit back, they really piss you off even more. Okay, so so you, you lose twenty one fourteen. Sounds and, and you had the ball at in the last little under two one minutes. minute and. Fifty three seconds to a chance to tie it up. Yes, and if Mike wanted to get aggressive, maybe go for it. Go for it. Maybe maybe go for the win. Okay. But, I mean, we never get that. I mean, we we're, but, we're, but saying we're, all that. Uh huh. Josh Allen turned the ball over three times personally. You got a fourth down stop, and he took a dumb pill, throwing it across the middle with no timeouts left before the half. And the guy Jerome Baker makes a great play, comes up, and and so that that's five. Five, yeah. Basically, that's a phenomenal pro- performance from a defense that was really watered down by injuries. Yep, that just t- and, and your offense didn't show up. Who who are your top playmakers on that in that game? I don't know. Who who go ahead? Who didn't play? <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell me. Yeah, your your leading rusher didn't play. <laughs> Your second leading receiver, the guy that spaces the field, that makes defenses have to defend you with two, hey man, two safety I'm sorry high. we don't have everybody healthy and we don't get every call. That's what I'm telling you this morning. Uh, I'm sorry. Boy, I cannot believe you. I swear I've what, never what, seen. What? What? Like, it, these are factors. These are variables that contribute. Like, in the final month of the season, all four of your top offensive playmakers were injured. That 11-7. That 11-7. It's not good enough, man. It's losing. not. And you're sitting here, but you're you're doing like in parentheses. You've got a whole side of of things over here next to it. You caping for them, man? I am not caping for them. I'm telling you what were the factors. Like nobody I, else is hurt. Yeah, uh, nobody teams, else. Gets, other teams gets, have injuries. Do other teams' top four playmakers are are, are got bad high ankle sprains? Oh, and a turf toe. No, but they get hurt. Stop. I'm sick of the injuries. Yeah, man, you got to Seriously. Yeah, it's with the Everybody injuries. Everybody else is healthy and uh, and we're injured. That That's just, come on. You ever had turf toe, Joe? I have. I've had everything. <laughs> <laughs> Tur- I, and that's the thing. I'm like, Devon A. Chan, he, he, was, he was useless in that Chiefs game. Like, it, all of a sudden, the best running back in NFL history in yards per carry was, like, doing nothing. I got news for you. Devon A. Chan is just fine. At the end of this season, when it was over, and even when we weren't playing well, he was playing well. He went to Baltimore and played his ass off. Yeah, he but kept, he, did he show up against Kansas City? Because he didn't. Because you need the run game, and they didn't do squat. Did okay. he squat? I, I think he what had eight. offensive line, pretty healthy. 
Yeah, relatively, yes, in the, especially I, in the season, how they ended the season. I'm not putting anything on the offensive line. People are hitting me up on Twitter and blaming the offensive line for every. I'm sorry. The offensive line is the only reason you had a respectable season this year, like in my opinion. They, 12 different line combinations, it could have all fallen apart. And you know what? They were top five in everything, top five in running, top five in pass protection, Protected the quarterback. You could say it was the play calling of the offense and Tua, whatever, whatnot, but Tua was safe. Despite the interior of your entire offensive line being replacements and backups. Don't blame nothing on the offensive line. Uh, that's Yeah, they got their face kicked in at Kansas City, but literally everybody got their face kicked in at Kansas City. But do not blame the offensive line for this season. They did their job. They were the, in my mind, the top performing unit all season. For uh, for what they went through, they were really, really good. Yes, they did uh, a real nice job. Uh, we can blame the offensive line for the last decade of Dolphins mediocrity, except for 2016. But this year, they don't. They they are innocent, completely innocent of everything that happened this season. The Butchberry gang did a nice job. Yes, they did. No, no, that's no, a good name nobody, for them. No, nobody, nobody's disagreeing. No, nobody's disagreeing. I, I, I with you on that too. That uh, that group was was good. We even had a couple of nice backups. Had a lot, and at the end there, if you would have had uh, put in Robert Jones and Kendall Lamb, who ended up playing damn near both of them played like a half a season yep. of football. Mm-hmm. So, so it was uh, it was good stuff, but. Um, yeah, man, I, I I'm curious, uh, but but somebody needs to light a fire here. We got to go back and and reevaluate and uh, a lot of things. Perk Perk's got again. Perk's got a lot of good stuff in the Sun Sentinel article. Yeah, and um, he's throwing haymakers. No, no. So uh, Perk's going to join us later in the show. We'll we'll talk to Perk and uh, and get going on this a little bit mm, here. I see a question he asked. Do you need nastier players to beat Buffalo and Baltimore? Absolutely. That's that's not even the question. That's not even, uh, you know, you you do need nasty players. You do. Um, a lot of nice guys on this roster. Not a lot of Christian Wilkins. Are you calling them soft? Finesse more than soft. I'm not even going to deny that. That's a nice word for soft. So, so you're all right with the two defensive tackles. I thought two defensive oh, tackles they, played their ass off. They, they're phenomenal. They, and they're durable. Yeah. They're Those dirt. two guys, even Sealer gets hurt and he comes right back in holding it and holding his elbow or his arm and he goes right back in and plays. Listen, when was the last time we had two defensive tackles combined for 19 near, sacks? Yeah, nine, almost 20 sacks. Yeah, man. Christian. Christian so, going to get uh, that tag. He's not going to be happy. Well, listen, um, you, you got to work on that relationship too, you and Christian, a little bit. No, nah, that ain't fixable. That's not going to go. No, nah, right. that ain't fixable. Well, listen, we've. Uh, we got to go to break here. Uh, I didn't get in on the Canes thing. This Canes football thing, Cam Ward. Yes, sir. I'm guessing you guys talked about it a lot. We, Dono we did. Hit, Dono, Dono hit, Dono it hit it. Yeah, told me told me a lot about the young man. Um, I'm very. I mean, I'm just tired of the excuses. That's another franchise. I'm tired of the excuses from. Well, this a this a big one for them too. This is a big one. Uh, another recruiting class. He's loading up again. He's got some good players that have come in from the transfer portal. And by the way, uh, we were we were stuck with Jakari Brown and Emory Williams here a couple weeks ago. And uh, now all of a sudden you got Poppenberger and you've got Cam Ward and 
you're loaded up. Now, I don't know how many guys are going to stay around after spring football, but. I don't know, I don't know how this whole transfer portal thing works. Does it open up after spring football, too? Yes, it opens up one more time. Jesus Christ. How many times can they transfer? I, I heard the, the tight end got like a ninth year of eligibility. The craziest thing, this Cam McCormick, we'll, we'll come back and talk about it. He got a ninth season. I, I, I don't. I, he's, and by the way, they. The the government stepping in now, freaking getting involved and allowing these guys. We might as well just tell them, hey, stay in college as long as you want. These guys, they can get like forty degrees if they're in this. Yeah, I mean, he could be. He should be around and go. Hey, he should be at his doctorate by now. Damn, how to ninth year eligibility? Nine years in college? I wish I could have did that. Guy's gonna leave and be a surgeon. (laughs) He's gonna be. He's gonna be a surgeon. He's gonna own his own practice. When he Jeez, leaves, man. Jeez. All right, we got to go to break, man. We are so late here. Right now, uh, I got to tell you what is going on with the Marlins. Man, I can't believe baseball's back. Don't miss the Fan Fest presented by ADT at Lone Depot Park next Friday, a week from today, January 26th, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can join the Marlins for meet and greets, interactive games, fireworks, and more. I, I guess everybody's going to be out there, so it should be great to see all the players and See the coaches, the skipper, the front office, they're all going to be there. So claim your free ticket today at marlins.com slash fanfest. Again, that's next Friday. Need a little baseball fix? Want to get up and close and have a real fun day with a lot of fun stuff to do for the kids as well as interact with the players and everybody else in the organization. It's uh, next Friday, January 26th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Presented by ADT at Lone Depot Park. All right, welcome back and a good morning to everybody. Um, I, I know college football's changed a lot. I, I, I get it, and the transfer portal's out of control, and it's 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 virtually unrecognizable, Joe. What what they're doing? I've I've heard coaches, and I agree they they agree. Let's just do the one transfer thing. But nah. this other thing, I I, I got to bring up here, and uh, you, you brought it up earlier. So the Canes tied in from last year. Cam McCormick, who who was at Oregon with uh, with Mario, um, came out and said, "Hey, I'm going to be back for my ninth season." And I was like, "What do you? Is this the NFL?" Like, I and so I was curious about the breakdown of like what? Yeah. And and, and so he, he he got injured a bunch of years, and so he he missed. Uh, you know, he didn't. Well, that's part of the whole deal, man. It's like, yeah, you you get injured, but. You don't get the year back. No, nah, you many, get it back once. You get you get one medical red shirt. You, you get the red shirt. You get the medical red shirt. You get the red shirt red shirt. You get that. You know, we've added your games up. You, we think nine friggin' years? Yeah. Like after a while, if you get injured a lot, okay, man, that's part of football too. You get injured. He, I, his career started in 2016 at Oregon, and he has played He's going to play his ninth year. He's appeared in all 13 of the Ducks games in 2016 as a reserve. 2018, he breaks his ankle. Um, this is it, it. It's it's literally crazy, though. I mean, a ninth year, torn Achilles in 2021. You know, goodness gracious. So, so the other part of this that, <laughs> and it, and it's this just kills development of young players because. 
He's going to come back and play. I mean, you'd rather have a guy that age. Is he? He caught eight passes last year. Well, he year. plays a lot. He, he, he does? He does play a lot. Okay. Um, but but you got a bunch of young guys that if they're all healthy, if they can finally get – got to get a whole bunch of guys healthy. You've had a lot of guys that stay banged up on that uh, that team that uh, have not come back, and, and hopefully they can get some guys that are 100% here before spring football. But I, I've never heard of this. Like – there ought to just be at some point you go, okay, your eligibility's up. I, I don't know. I thought the old system of uh, one redshirt year, uh, so you got a fifth year, was kind of a good system. And if you didn't want to, um, you didn't have to. But my God, man, this is, uh, this is crazy. Cam McCormick. He must be pretty season. decent. He must be pretty decent if Mario wants him around for it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm, again. You know, he's blocking and and all the things. He I remember does. we had the the UM tight end coach on with us probably before they started the season, and he was saying that this kid's like a coach. I'm like, okay, so. Well, pretty soon he's going to be like a doctor because yeah. he should be. If he he's going to have every degree the school has. <laughs> Nine seasons, bachelor, masters, man, that doctorate. A, and if, if he's been going to – he'd be damn near be a surgeon by now. I don't know how many years before those doctors, most of those surgeons I, I in their know, 30s. I want to know what his major is because nine years of college education, man, you should be walking out of there with a doctorate. He, he had to be walking out about 17 degrees when he's done with this one just just from being at school. <laughs> just like, got another one. Talk about career students. Got, a, got another one. Anyway, says he loves college football. All right, man, I guess you do. I guess you do for sure. All right, so uh, we've got uh, a lot. By the way, did I see all-rookie team? Devon Achan made the all-rookie team. 11 games. That's cute. 103. He had 103 carries in 11 games, 800 yards. <laughs> Ended up scoring 11 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Highest yards per carry average in the NFL. Yeah, like eight yards. probably never per see ca- anything like that. All you know, those long runs he had to start the year. Actually, I had a couple nice runs even at the uh, yeah, end, of, at the the end season of the season against Baltimore. Had, mm-hmm. had some uh, nice runs and nice touchdown against Baltimore. Oh, excuse me, against Buffalo. Made a nice cut and on a sweep, cut it back he, inside. He's one of the few successful draft picks the last two years. Few. Very, very few. He's the only draft <laughs> pick the last two uh, years that's had success. Yeah. Draft pick. Draft pick. Okay. I, I I always view it as a rookie class. So, Cater, yeah, I don't count this year for Cater, but last year was pretty successful. But uh, this year, yeah, Cater, Cater, Cater kind of strong. And Hill played a lot at tight end. Did Oh, yeah, they love that guy. Well, that's great. But now he, let's talk about the draft picks, the guys you actually spend time to draft. Uh, spent resources and money on, yeah. I, I, I wish they were successful drafting as they are signing and finding undrafted players. Uh, sometimes I think, hey, why can't you use your seventh-round pick to find a hidden gem like you do an undrafted player? But, you know, you never know how a player develops and matures and grows. But, yeah, and that's part of the reason why I'm not very confident in this 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 sixth year of a rebuild just because usually when you're taking this all-in approach and you're saying F them picks and trading away draft picks, you need younger, cheaper players to progress and develop and replace the the Jerome Bakers who you're going to shake down a release. Well, is Channing Tindall ready to replace Jerome Baker? No. You got to replace him with a Duke Riley, a guy on a one-year, $2 million deal. And your whole roster, 20 players are going to be one-year, $2 million deals. Yeah. 
And no, listen, man, I, I'm with you. You got, you got to do some of this work has to be done through drafts, no matter what you're doing. You get them on the cheap. You get them the first years when they're usually got a lot of tread on their tires and and got to be able to do it that way. And um, so so you're right. And this thing started going back to Brian Flores, whether you liked it or not, and mm-hmm. and whatever the story was, tanking or not, yeah, whatever it was. By the way. It was one of the best coaching jobs we've ever seen Brian Flores to win that many games with with that. With a team sabotaging him, yes. I mean, it was incredible what he, what, what happened. Because he yeah. was going out winning games, and then they started winning more and more. Hell, they came close to win a couple more. Yeah. Just uh, – I don't know if you were supposed to, but, hey, do you think? But – and uh, and so here we are with uh, all those draft picks, and now you go out and you trade. You make some big trades for – three impact players and free and a big money and a free agent class. So, so here you are right now. And, um, but it's been all in now it, it has been all in and they added the, they thought the final pieces last year. I, I just, I don't know what you can do. And now the mm. back end of this nah, is th- all those, those contracts are those coming weren't up. The final pieces, Joe, now, now you got to add the final pieces now because but now you got the back end problem of this. Now yes. you got to pay some of those guys that were high draft picks. Not some, a lot. Well, a lot. Yeah, uh, the Robert Jones of the world, the Christian Wilkins of the world, the even the free agents like Connor Williams. You got to figure out what you do. Well, they're not going to pay all those guys. No, they're can't, not. They can't, they can't afford to. Can't can't do every. They got to, as I said, they've got to clear sixty five million dollars just to franchise tag Christian Wilkins. Mm. That's not even sign him to a contract. That's just. Or 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 you could go the easy route and give Christian a hundred million dollar deal, your choice. You uh, which way you going you going to do it the easy way? You going to do it the hard way? To me, Christian Wilkins should have been a slam dunk a year ago. I know, yeah, but some he, other people over there disagree. I, you might have been on. I, that I was on that disagreement. Yeah, well, he, he hadn't proven well, listen, that he could be a sack producer. Yeah, but he did everything else. Are you really going to go in that thing? How many defensive tackles? So you're telling were doing me you 100? wanted to give Christian a hundred million dollars? I'd last have given year. him a lot of money last year. Well, they, uh, you and, didn't and say hundred million. And, and let me tell you why too. Why I would have paid him. He is the heart and soul mm-hmm. of that team. Yes, he's the guy who steps up when things get chippy. He's the guy that stands in the middle. He doesn't back down. And, and you're talking about that Hardest toughness, worker. absolutely toughness. Yes, no question about and it. And durable. I answer the question. You would have gave him them a hundred million dollars. I I don't know if I've given him hundred, but I don't. Okay, I don't, so if it wasn't a hundred, he wasn't signed. I don't. I, I don't you, think. You, I think you're wrong. I, I think I, it would have been ninety. Uh, no, I, I'm saying Christian wasn't doing signing for nothing but a hundred million dollars. So if it wasn't a hundred, he wasn't signing. So that's why you you sitting here and you saying oh it's going to be ninety okay well if it's ninety he's playing on his fifth year option and as as Chris Greer said he gambled on himself and he won oh he is the winner he's the ultimate winner he gambled on himself and he won now you're either forced to give him a hundred million dollar deal or slap him with the franchise tag for nineteen million dollars and I I think it's going to be the tag. how good's that look for you to have a first round pick mm-hmm. and you can't sign your own guy. Happens to a lot of teams in the NFL. No, yeah. I'm not talking. We're talking about us. We're talking about our number one pick. To he be felt able he to was worth sign a guy instead of go out and sign everybody else's guys. Oh, oh I mean, but guys. you know what we do, Joe. You know what we do. You you anyway, absolutely you, know what you we get do. Me all fired up. It's seven o'clock here. We got to go to break here. We'll uh, we'll be right back and get into more stuff. See what you've done. It's it was a football Friday. We got these playoff games, and the more I think about things over there, 
the more pissed off I get. This is great. You, you're like a typical Dolphin a fan now. <laughs> it happens to everybody. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 